Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, Stars fans, it's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey, guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. My name is Ryan Chambers. This is the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Please go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. We thank them for being our sponsor of this episode of our podcast and all of THPN. Uh, the Dallas Stars get their 10th comeback win of the season. They are now tied for first in the NHL when it comes to that category by winning over the Ottawa Senators by a final score of 5-4 to four tonight. Um, lots of things to talk about uh, in tonight's game here, but first things first, obviously, I am here by myself this evening. Uh, I should be in Dallas, but circumstances given... I'm still here at home uh, in West Texas, and uh, Chris and James are both uh, preparing themselves for Chris's wedding on Sunday. So Chris will be getting uh, married uh, to his uh, longtime girlfriend and now beautiful fiance, uh, Ellie, and uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, being there on Sunday and uh, being there for that event. So anyways, let's get into the game here real quick. Uh what I'm just going to do, I took a lot of notes tonight, and um, maybe it was just because I knew I was going to be by myself uh, this evening, but uh, y'all let me know in the comment section down below if there's anything that I need to talk about that I've forgotten, um, but I'm just going to kind of go through period by period, give my thoughts, and we'll start off with, with a couple of the obvious ones here in just a second, but uh, first things first, Ottawa's on a second night of a back-to-back, so they're coming in already tired. And they eventually would lose two players uh, in between the second and third period. So they would be down by quite a bit uh, on the 
uh, just general fatigue front and, you know, personnel front. So right off the bat, fluky goal, Travis Hammond, it gets his second of the season. It bounces off of SS skate and it bounces off the post and happens to go in behind Otter. Uh, that was a fluky goal that had eyes. And I'm just like, we're, we're, we're at this again. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just like, of course. So Dallas for like the sixth time in a row gives up the first goal of the game. It wouldn't even take uh, two minutes later, but then Batherson would score after in it, the initial shot is blocked. So the initial shot was blocked by, I think it was Suter there, and it was just really, really frustrating uh, with the Stars being down two goals early. And it wasn't really Otter's fault there, in, in my opinion. He was kind of screened by uh, Ryan Suter, and Ryan Suter with kind of a rough game tonight. We'll get into more of that a little bit later, but... So Ottawa goes up two to nothing. And here's the frustrating thing too, is like before that first goal by Travis Hamannick, the stars came out in that first, maybe even the second shift was very much like in their face, like ready to go. And I mean, they, they were ready. It, it was, I thought they looked great in that first bit, little bit. And I was just like, all right, let's, let's get going. I'm excited for this. They're actually, it looks like they're ready to play and win today after getting three days off. And then, they're really down early, two to nothing. So frustrating. So uh, Dallas would go on the penalty kill. There's a lot of penalties in the first period. Uh, Johnston would go off for slashing. And uh, the confusing thing was that he his stick was the one that broke. So I, I'm not sure how he got the penalty there, but regardless, he goes off. And then Claude Giroux would have a chance on that power play. And this is probably the biggest takeaway from tonight's game in the fact that Ottinger goes off the ice and he appears to be hurt in it. I don't know what it was. Maybe he, his skate got, uh, the puck got like stuck under his blade or something and it kind of tweaked something weird. Uh, but we would get word uh, later on from uh, Josh that Ottinger would not be returning to the game. And that was towards the end of the first period. So, not really anything good out of the first 10 minutes of the game after a, a good couple of shifts by the Stars there. Two goals against, their number one goalie is hurt, and in the first 10 minutes, the Stars didn't have a recorded shot on goal. So really frustrating for the first 10 minutes of the game there. Um, to kind of get back to Otter a little bit, maybe this is something that has been consistent with him over the last couple of weeks. We've kind of discussed in the fact on this pod that he has not been as solid as he's been in the past, especially the last couple of weeks. And maybe this is just something that's been nagging him the whole time. And then today, just that one awkward save on the Claude Giroux shot just kind of tweaked it even worse. I, I mean, he, he knew he was hurt. He, he like even when they when Ottawa had position possession, excuse me, of the puck during the power play, he's like trying to get the refs' attention. Like, hey, I, I need to get off. I, I, I'm hurt. So that's not good. So, I mean, the the other thing that calls into question with this tonight is if he is going to be out for an extended period of time, who gets called up? Because, I mean, is it going to be Matt Murray, which seems to be the more likely candidate to get pulled uh, called up? Or is it going to be Remy Poirier? Because Remy Poirier has done pretty well down in the AHL the last couple of weeks. So maybe he gets called up? I, I'm not sure. But... If I had to take my guess, I would say that Matt Murray is probably on his way to St. Louis, like right now. I, I would that would be my guess. 
Okay, uh, moving on from that, Dallas would get the power play. Uh, Claude Giroux gets the hooking call. Uh, Duchesne is the one that draws the call. He had a great game tonight. Uh, had a couple of had a, a goal that yeah it was a lucky bounce, but hey, he had a lot of dangling, and he was a big reason why we won that game tonight. And he he has something that a lot of players on the Dallas Stars don't have. And I think what I really like about Duchesne's game is his ability to hold on to the puck. That's something that he does a lot and he does really well. And be, and he does that twice in today's game and two goals come off of off of uh those that ability to hold on to the puck. First it was the Lindell goal. Uh, he completely set Lindell up. It was a great shot by Lindell, but he was the one that kind of set that up. And then uh, his own goal, which, again, was a lucky bounce. It was a fluky goal, but you could say that that's retribution for the first goal that Ottawa scored, which was a fluky goal, uh, the Hammonick goal. But uh, he still held on to the puck, and he was dangling all around. So, seriously, I I thought it was great. Uh, He had a great game tonight. Uh, Duchesne did. Uh, Dallas is seventh in in the NHL on the power play of the season right now. And considering that they were, like, 29th, like, a month and a half ago, that's ridiculous, and that's insane. So hopefully that continues for the Dallas Stars. Uh, there was some 4-on-4 four four work. Uh, Dallas will go on the penalty kill. Uh, during the 4-on-4, four four, there's two goals. First, it's Josh Norris. He scores on the rebound after uh, Claude Giroux gets a step on Harley. And uh, I even uh, posted about this on my uh, my personal X account. Uh, I was hacked off after that goal. I, I thought that after that goal, the Stars were good, just going to bend over and just take it because I it was completely inexcusable defense there. And this goes back to what Stars fans have been talking about for the longest time now in, in the fact that the D is not good enough and it needs to be fixed. And it looks like the Nils Lundqvist experiment for the past year and a half it might be over. Uh, Hanley is looks like he's going to be a staple in the lineup until or if they go out and upgrade their D. And that it was just completely inexcusable. Uh, and, and it wasn't just Harley. I I wasn't even mad about the fact that Giroux got a step on Harley because Giroux is a great player. But the fact that Wedgwood comes in and you lose your number one goalie, he makes two brilliant stops on Claude Giroux there, and then you're not able to clean up the rebound. I mean, he made two giant stops that he shouldn't have had to make. And you just leave him hanging out to dry. There was like four players around the Dallas net after they scored the goal. So I was I was very hacked off at that goal in particular uh, that put the Ottawa Senators up to three to one. So not even ten seconds later, which I guess stars prove me wrong on this, but uh, they give themselves a little bit more life in the fact that Lindell scores on the glove side, and like I mentioned, Duchesne is the one that sets him up. Uh, Joseph, like a minute and a half later, hits the post. Uh, Dallas would go back on the power play, and then uh, Johnston completely missed the slam dunk. It, it it was kind of a bouncing puck a little bit, so I don't blame him totally, but I, I kind of put for the third period, I thought for sure he's going to get a goal, and I was kind of close, but he would get an assist on the Duchesne, the Miro goal, excuse me. But uh, his game tonight was pretty well, uh, was pretty good as well. The the one other thing I wanted to talk about in well actually there's two more things about the first period because uh, th- this was a bizarre period by the way um you, the the hit by Kachuk after the whistle on Miro to knock him down that was completely on purpose 
<laughs> it was 100% on purpose. You could tell. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not really... I was kind of hacked off about that, but I can't be mad about it because Jamie Benn has done that for years. <laughs> He's done stuff like that for years against uh, opposing players. So I wasn't all that hacked off about it, but it, it was kind of a cheap shot. Just not a bad cheap shot. Um, and then the the one other thing I wanted to talk about, the last thing about this first period, is as I, I feel like I'm rambling a lot, but there was a lot in this first period. Um uh, Sevi said during the first intermission that Dallas was losing a lot of puck battles and getting outworked by Ottawa. And that was something that I hadn't necessarily noticed in the first period. But after watching some of the replays that they showed during the first intermission and kind of looking back at my notes, I was like, you know what? They're, he's kind of right. The They were getting outworked a little bit. Ottawa doesn't have the amount of talent that Dallas does. But they definitely got outworked in the first period by the Ottawa Senators. So as the game went on, that would eventually turn and the Stars would be getting better. But I would like to see the Stars play like the fourth line does. So the fourth line for the Stars, for me, I love the effort that they put in. And I know they don't get any offense at all. Chris is not here to make fun of uh, Foxa, but Foxa does like never gets any offense and or anything but i would like to see them be a little bit more aggressive early on and they did that but it, it, it may and maybe this was just because it was a weird period it was a weird game overall the third period was the most normal period of all three which was very strange but i i would like to see the stars a little bit more consistent with their ability to push their ability to be a little bit more aggressive in the offensive zone when it comes to forechecking. So uh, early in the second period, I thought Ottawa ha was playing harder on the puck as well. Uh, I wrote down here. Um, Essa had some good uh, defensive uh, plays there early in the second. And then Ottawa would go up four to two. Batherson scores his second of the game on a rebound where we just couldn't eliminate him. And Ottawa was harder on the puck again. So I was getting frustrated it's so like their third uh, two-goal lead of the evening Ottawa had. And it, it was very frustrating in the fact that uh, Suter was not able to eliminate Batherson on that play. And, I, I mean, again, it, it's like he's always there at the wrong times. when it, And I'm specifically talking about Ryan Suter. He needs, he, he needs to play on the third pairing. He's too slow. He's just too slow, and he, he's not getting to the areas where he's needed to get to in order to not allow these goals to happen. I mean, two of those goals tonight are specifically, I have his name written down on those goals. Uh, this 4-2 goal, and I forgot the other one. I'm, I'm trying to find it. But regardless of the fact, he we need something else on the defensive pairing, and it needs to be a top four guy and preferably a second pairing guy throw Harley up on the set on the first pairing. We talked about that a lot on a uh, Monday, but Suter does not need to be playing on in a top four role on the penalty kill. I think he he's a good addition on the penalty kill, but he needs to be down on the third pairing and playing less minutes to make him more effective. I, I hope that's something that they take care of uh, before the trade deadline this season. Uh, Duchesne with uh, more chances, Wedgwood with several saves, a couple more 
penalties by Dallas. Uh, Hockenpah, I thought, had a good game as well, a couple of blocked shots. And then uh, Harley would score a shorthanded goal that I saw as a huge goal. That was a very, very large goal by Thomas Harley there. He kind of makes up for getting beat by Giroux earlier in the game. He got the rebound going five-hole on uh, the goaltender for the Ottawa Senators, Anton Forsberg. So with that, Dallas gets their seventh shorthanded goal of the season. They have the second most shorthanded goals in the NHL. And that's crazy to think that they have only given up 12 power play goals and they have scored seven shorthanded. So that's only a minus five on the goal differential when it comes to the Dallas uh, PK. So really great there. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. For some of the money line odds for the games tomorrow on the 15th, the Flyers and the Hurricanes, the Flyers have a plus 210. The Hurricanes have a minus 258. You can also take a look at the Kraken and the Oilers, two of the bottom feeders of the Pacific. The Kraken had a plus 154. The Edmonton Oilers at a minus 185. And then you've got also the high-flying Canucks against the Islanders. The Canucks are at a minus 155, and the Islanders are at a plus 130. Download the app now and use the code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. All rights reserved. <laughs> Uh, Duchesne would hit the post on a Dallas odd man rush there about 750. Uh, Kachuk would take a shot after an awkward bounce off the boards. There was a couple of those actually in the game tonight where there were some awkward bounces off the boards and, and not a big deal, but it's something that I've noticed more lately, maybe just this season in the fact that he, the, the there have been more awkward bounces off of the boards at the American Airlines center than there have been in the past. And maybe that's just because I'm noticing them more but it really feels like that that's been happening more often, uh, especially lately. Uh, at 621, I thought this was uh, noteworthy. The shots were only 14 to 13, so more than half the game is over, and there's seven goals on 27 shots. That was a little bit crazy. Uh, there was a odd man rush where I thought Dodonov probably should have taken a shot there. He doesn't. Uh, Essa has a big hit on uh, Batherson. And uh, the American Airlines Center's uh, crowd calls the penalty, but the refs don't after that hit. Uh, one guy that I thought was really noticeable for the Ottawa Senators, and he looks really scary, 
is uh, Tim Stutzla. Tim Stutzla is a, a great player. The The biggest thing that I noticed about him is he reminds me a lot of what, you know, Hens does and McDavid and McKinnon and all with the uh, with his speed. It's just crazy to to watch him uh, with his speed. And, and he could skate with the best, in my opinion, watching out there. Um. Hints would have a chance to end the second period, but to end the second period, the Stars are only down by a goal, and it was four to three at that point. And I wasn't upset after the the second period. I was I, I felt a lot better, especially after that Harley goal. But uh, again, I was extremely hacked off with the two Batherson goals uh, tonight. Uh, the no, excuse me. The, the Norris first, the Norris, the first Norris goal, the only Norris goal, and then the second Batherson goal. I was just, I was, I was very frustrated with both of those goals because it felt like that the the Dallas defense was not on top of their game for both of those. Okay, to begin the third, uh, Ottawa would come out with two less players on the ice, and uh, they, they lost two guys, and that doesn't help them, uh, especially considering they're on a second game of a back to back. So. Frustrating for them, but good news for the Stars. They highlight this before the third period starts. Dallas had, at this point, had nine comeback wins, and they were tied for second in the NHL. Now they're for, tied for first in the NHL with 10. And Ottawa, at this point, was 9-0 and when leading going into the third period. So it was only nine times they had been ahead going into the third period. They hadn't lost a game when they were leading. Now that is 9-1, thanks to the Dallas Stars. Uh, Robo had a shot off the rush. I thought his game okay, was okay tonight. I, I wasn't upset with anything. I, I just wish he was a little faster. <laughs> there were a couple of plays that I was just like, man, if he could just be just a little bit faster, that would just make him an even more dangerous player. He's secretly having a good season. Not so much in the goal scoring department, but he does lead the Dallas Stars in assists with 17 or 18. I, I can't remember exactly, but uh, he has been secretly having a good season, in my opinion, just not on the goal-scoring department. Uh, Ottawa would have a two-on-one. Wedgwood would make a save on Kachuk on that two-on-one. Batherson would have a chance. And then the goal heard around wor the world, at least for me. I, I stood up and yelled, let's go for this one. Uh, Miro scores after some dangles uh, by Johnston. So Johnston with a really good uh, play there. I, I was somewhat close in him getting a goal, but he gets the assist on that. And it put it ties the game for the first time since the beginning of the first period when it was zero to zero. Uh, Dallas would go up five to four uh, on the Duchesne goal, and it was a lucky bounce off of uh, I believe it was Norris's stick. Yes, uh, off of Norris's stick that makes it six points in five games for Matt Duchesne. And the first thing I wrote down after that goal is don't relent on the pressure, please. On the offensive zone pressure, please do not relent on it. Uh, the fourth line would have a tip chance from a Harley point shot. Hints would have a shot off the odd man rush. Uh, Dodonov with a big reversal hit. That was fun to watch. Uh, Dallas almost had a turnover, but it was called offside. And that was something that uh, Razor kind of went into a mini rant about. He was just like, don't feed them by having turnovers. Don't give them any kind of opportunities. You're only up by one goal, not two or three, like it feels like, is what he talked about. Um, again, another awkward hop off the boards. It went right in front of Wedgwood, and if there had been a Ottawa player in front of the net, that would have gone behind him. So uh, that was really frustrating uh, to see. And again, 
just another awkward bounce that was i think that's three in the game there was at least two maybe three that i remember have um stutzla would have a backhand chance off of wedgewood uh duchene has a shot that misses it paints the glass uh kachuk had a tip in front and then uh chikarin had a point shot and it, it was a really great play by wedgewood there yes it hit him in the belly button but he didn't allow a rebound off of that shot. So that was legit huge by Wedgwood there. Dallas wins. They looked better as the game went on. And Ottawa just kind of ran out of gas and they ran out of personnel. So my biggest thing about this game is, yeah, I know that it's against the Ottawa Senators and the Ottawa Senators are, I think, the worst team in the uh, Eastern Conference right now. but. You know, a win's a win. And at this point, when I don't want to say the Stars are sucking it up. They're struggling. They're playing 500 hockey right now. But when you had a really good start to the season like the Stars have had, it's okay to go for periods of time where you're kind of 500 hockey, as long as the other teams around you are not getting better around you, which especially Colorado has been struggling lately, just as a, as a side note there. But uh, they do get the win tonight. Uh, let me know y'all's comments uh, down below here real quick. I'll kind of go through uh, some of these and see what we got. Uh, Mato, I, I took offense to this comment. <laughs> so I'll just go ahead and, and bring it up. Felt like Ryan tonight. Internet wouldn't work and missed the last minute of the game. Yep. And uh, here here's my uh, my comment back to him. I just rolled my eyes and shook my shoulders. I, I live in West Texas, man. Well, I mean, what, what can you what can you can you expect? Um, lots of comments about the defense tonight. Uh, Eric over here saying the defense is giving up way too many goals. Defense is not good right now. Not just the defensemen. And I agree with that. It, it's the, the forwards are not coming back like they were earlier in the season, especially off, uh, the odd man rush. Um, and then we get into a little bit of goalie talk over here. Like we talked about earlier, uh, Mato saying, I hope Otter is okay. That was a scary incident. Uh, Brooke asking, will Wedgwood play tomorrow? Absolutely. Yeah, he is. He's playing tomorrow. He, there, there, there's no way. Even it doesn't matter who they're calling up, Poirier or Murray. They are not getting the start tomorrow night. That that's not going to happen. I, I can guarantee you uh, that. Let's see, Eric over here. I hate St. Louis so much. We need a good solid road game. I say shut them down, but the D is not capable of that right now. I'm going to have to put up goals again. I don't know. Uh, they've been better on the road uh, when it comes to their defense than they have been at home. That's something that Razor highlighted, uh, especially against Eastern Conference teams. For some reason, they've won like 8-1, to 6-3, to 5-3. I mean, tonight it's a 5-4 to four win, so I don't get it, but uh, whatever. Uh, let's see, Brooke over here. We may not be playing Stanley Cup hockey, but remember that we beat Vegas in every game during the regular season. They got their act together when it counted. Yes, that's a good point as well, and that's something that the Stars could be doing. It really doesn't matter how you're playing at this point in the season. You just got to play good enough to get into the playoffs, and the thing that really matters is how you're playing going into the playoffs, and normally it's not necessarily the best team in the regular season that Oh, excuse me, that wins the Stanley Cup. I mean, we saw that with Boston last year. They are the best team ever, the best regular season team ever, and they still lost in the first round. So just matters about if you're hot or not. That's all that's all I would be uh all I would be worried about going into the playoffs. 
Um, Eric, uh, probably talking about another comment, but uh, true, but our D is progressively getting worse, not running into form. I also don't expect Neil to make any significant acquisition. Just not his MO. At best, it would, it would be D depth. See, Eric, this is where I disagree with you, man, because I, this team has been talked about a lot when it comes to Stanley Cup contention. This is something that we have been talking about all season and all off season. There were it, it wasn't just you know the Stars fan base that was talking about the fact that this team has Stanley Cup aspirations. It, it I mean, numerous people were picking the were picking and still are picking the Stars to win the Stanley Cup. So, I if you're going to go out and make an acquisition, I think you do it this year. Like, and maybe you go out and you get a guy that's going to stay for a long period of time. So maybe not just a rent, a, a deadline rental, but someone who might have some term to their contract. I'm not sure. Now, in fairness, this is also true. Eric also saying we have no cap for a big name, but still just not seeing this D get better. I love Danley. I, I love Danley. I love Hanley as a seventh D, but he's not showing me anything to keep Nils out. Not happy with that. Well, it I they just don't they don't trust or maybe it's DeBoer, maybe it's Nell. I, I don't maybe it's a com- combination of both, but obviously someone does not trust Nell's ability to stay in the lineup and be consistent every single game. That's it, it he he has not I think he's been scratched what four or five times in the last six games. So I I don't know. That that's just something uh that I don't see happening at all. Uh, Joe Mama, yeah, they're dirty. T- uh, referencing the Kachuk brothers, but I do love them when they aren't playing the stars. Yes, I agree. They they are fun. They remind me a lot of Jamie Ben and some of the pestering stuff that they do sometimes. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, there you go. That, that your your very next comment, Joe Mama was talking about that. Yes, exactly. So, um, Eric also agreeing with me on bounces off the boards. Uh. Uh, this is going to be a big one. And this is something that uh, I got, actually got frustrated. And I'll, I'll talk about this in a second. But uh, Ardell, uh, Wedgwood will have to carry the mail in the interim. That's why we have him. Team needs to rally around 41. Absolutely. And this is something that a uh, couple of Stars groups chats were talking about that I was getting frustrated with was them saying that uh, Wedgwood is better and Otter is not that good. And Wedgwood needs to be taking more reps in the in the net right now well i didn't agree with that and so i i i didn't even let my opinion know be known in that group chat but looks like they're gonna get what they want because obviously otter's not gonna play tomorrow it's gonna be wedgwood so the stars have in and to the that group chats uh defense the stars have played pretty well in front of Wedgwood. They have, and they have given up more goals uh, when Wedgwood is in net. But they, he's he's won games. I mean, he really has. Um, really, what uh, what I need to know? You know, let me let me look it up while while I uh, while I do this. But I think he has a very good record. I, I think he has a goals against average that is above three this season. But I think he has a really good uh, record right now. I can't find his specific. Okay, yeah, so here it is. So 
He has a 3.15 goals against average this season. He's got a 907 save percentage, which is lower than last year and the year before. But last year, he was 9-8-3 in the games that he played. This season, he's 6-1-1. One one. Maybe, maybe this is something that could help the Stars in the long run. I mean, they're, our, our defense is not great right now anyways. So maybe this is the right way to go. I, I, I really honestly don't know. And we'll see how this experiment goes. Uh, Wedgwood is going to have to be a starter for at least a little while. And uh, I think we can really, I think we can really do well with him in the net. So we'll see. Uh, also Ardell Harley is good at, is good hockey. <laughs> Maybe he meant to say good at hockey, but either way, he's right. Harley is good hockey. It's fun to watch uh, Harley. He's got seven goals, uh, on the season now. So I'm really excited to, to see that. Uh, Hey Zach, um, forced pull on otter tonight worked. <laughs> I guess that's a way to look at it. Uh, and Zach's also fr been frustrated that DeBoer won't pull goalies. Yeah, th that is one thing, especially when, uh, and it's just because Otter it has played more, but when Otter has not looked his best, you could tell e easily. Like if it was three nothing early on, that's when you gotta you gotta pull him out. And it was, I forget what game exactly it was. I, I think it might have been the uh, the Vegas game actually. It was like three to nothing, and you could easily see that the stars were not playing well. Neither was Otter. He wasn't single-handedly gonna get the team back into the game. That's something that you don't just pull Otter just because he's playing bad, but you also use it as a momentum technique to try and get momentum going the other way and kind of a kick in the pants to the rest of the team saying, Hey, you let down your goalie. He's we're down three to nothing now, and regardless of whether it was his fault or not. Let's get going. Come on. Let's go. DeBoer hasn't really done that uh, this season or ever, to be totally honest with you. And I don't know if that's more of a... If it's more of a technique in in DeBoer showing that he trusts his goaltenders. I, I don't really know. And, in, in, you know, trusting Otter to, to get better. Or if it's... Or if it's just the fact that he, he just doesn't believe in it. And I, I just, I agree with you, Zach. I wish he would use it a little bit more, but it is what it is. And uh, the Stars will be back at it tomorrow night against the Blues in St. Louis. So it's a weird kind of back-to-back situation where they're at home tonight on the road tomorrow. And uh, just as a programming note, and th they did a really good job in trying to make sure everybody knew during the broadcast, but the game is going to be on TXA 21 locally there in the DFW area. So it will, will not be on Bally Sports. Uh, I don't really know why it's not on Bally Sports, but uh, if I, I took a guess at this with my brothers when we heard the announcement, but my guess is the fact that the uh, Texas High School football championships are going on right now at the uh, Cowboys Stadium. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Maybe they've got a big game on Saturday. I, I don't know how the games work. If it's 6A on Saturday or something, and that's why they're showing high school football instead of, instead of uh, Stars Hockey. I don't know, but either way, uh, it's going to be on TXA 21. We'll look forward to that. But uh, I appreciate you guys that have been hanging around with me tonight. I know it's just me tonight. I'll be back with you again tomorrow to give you 
more analysis of the game against the St. Louis Blues. Chris, I love you, buddy. I'm really excited to see you on Sunday. I hope you uh, watch it. Uh, you listen to this episode and kind of at least get a feel of how the game went. But I know you're busy right now. So anyways, guys, uh, appreciate you guys watching. There was about 12 of y'all that were watching live. There's more that are listening afterwards. Really appreciate you guys going. Go and check out StarCasterCreamMarks.com for all the latest information on our podcast. We appreciate y'all doing that. And uh, as always, uh, alongside myself, <laughs> we, uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. Y'all are going to ha- have to be stuck with me saying GG Boys tonight since Chris is not here. Good night and GG Boys. See y'all tomorrow night. <laughs>